Episode 138 of the PJ Archive is an interview I did with the French-American actor and producer Christophe Lambert, who shot to international fame playing Tarzan in the 1984 film Greystoke, The Legend of Tarzan, and starring in the Highlander series of movies. This interview took place in Paris in 1991, when Christophe was married to his second wife, the American actress and producer Diane Lane, and he was promoting Highlander II, The Quickening, which, like the first, was directed by Russell Mulcahy. Yes, we always wanted to do a number two, but it was very important for the producers, for Russell, for myself, for everybody who was involved, to try to do a different movie, because we just noticed that most of the time sequels are just a pale copy of the first one, and Russell wanted to change that totally and do probably a movie was more an action adventure with a comic book fantasy element in it, more humor, more special effects, more opticals. And really, he wanted to go towards the comic book side of the story this time, keeping the immortality and the sword fights because of the gimmick of Highlander, but really trying not to do a remake of number one. So you pleased with the results? Well, I'm pleased with what Russell wanted to do. Yeah. means this comic book aspect of the movie, this fantasy. I mean, it's totally, it's a total fantasy. I mean, it's pure entertainment. Just sit down and fasten your seatbelt and you land, and that's all. And there is no, no other pretension than that. I mean, it's just meant to entertain. And looking at it this way, yes, I'm pleased because it's exactly what the movie is. You is this kind of an easy movie to make because it's not taken terribly seriously because it's an action movie. Yeah. And you do a lot of much more profound type of work, don't you? I mean, do you take this quite lightly, Highlander? Well, I like the character. I think the, the, the character, even though I mean, he's, he's still immortal, obviously, is different in this one. If one day we were going to be a number three, I, I would probably, I would like the character to go back mm-hmm. a little more towards number one means a little more depth, but it was fun to shoot a pure action movie. Mm. It was a lot of fun, but I think, I think we can, because the character is immortal, you can allow yourself to give him more depth in, his, uh, in what he's doing and the way he's looking at things. There's quite a lot of references or quite a lot of involvement with the environment and ecology mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that something you're particularly keen on, keen to promote? Well... You know, I mean, it's something, I mean, it's impossible not to be aware of it, and uh, it's impossible not to, 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 I mean, just by looking around you, and uh, uh, what can I tell you? I mean, uh, we're destroying something very important. Now, Highlander is not an ecological movie, but it's got a big ecological concept in the story, which is very important to the story. And that was in three and a half years ago, much before it was, you know, the greenhouse effect and the ozone layer. Mm was in the movie much before it became such a hot subject. Mm. And uh, it was something that uh, everybody was interested in. Mm. It, it was the only good idea in some ways in the, the first five drafts. Now, you have to age quite considerably in the film. Yeah. How do you feel about doing that kind of thing? Well, I, I don't mind. It doesn't matter as long, you know. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, what, ten minutes in the movie, it's mm. fine. Because, again, it's not the purpose of the movie. I mean, it was interesting because where do we go from there? And it was long, like four and a half hours of makeup, and it was painful for me because I cannot stop moving all the time. So to, to, to be in a chair for four and a half hours, I can tell you that I was old when I was getting out of the chair. 
But it was interesting as an actor, because just the fact that they put, put prosthetics on you, you act differently. What did you think when you saw yourself as a 70-year-old? I thought that I didn't want to reach that age. Really? <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it was fun. It was a shock the first time, because I think the makeup is pretty good. And, uh, I... Do you worry about getting old as, no. as a person? No, I think it's great to get old. Because you know more, you think? Well, no, just because anyway, you can't stop it. So it's better to look at it in a positive and optimistic way than uh, to freak out because you getting some lines. Look at Sean Connery. I mean, he's more beautiful, attractive uh, today than he was when he was 30. Would you like to be in his position one day? And, uh... Well, uh, who would say no? <laughs> <laughs> now, Russell says that you have matured considerably as an actor since the first movie. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Well, I, I, I think, again, in a, in a career, it's true that the more you do, the more you learn, at least. I mean, that doesn't mean you know more. You get rid of all the inhibitions and restrictions that you can impose to yourself by looking at yourself too much. Let's say you, f- you forget about yourself much more. Then you can really do something different and be more comfortable. I mean, it's true that looking at somebody like Sean Connery, I mean, everything seems simple and easy. There's a lot of work behind it, but what can I tell you? You don't have to act. You just give him back what he gives you, and that's it. And it's just a pleasure. But it's step by step. Nobody is like that uh, at the very beginning. It's, 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 it's a strange job. But you are in a nice position, which most actors don't achieve in a lifetime of work. Do you feel very comfortable now, very established in the film industry, that you can pick and choose what you like to do now? Well, yeah, mm, yeah, but sometimes you, you're still facing the same problems, like uh, you have five actors for the same part, and all five people want, this, want, want to do the movie, and, uh, you know, it's a director's decision, and uh, you're still waiting, or you're still in jeopardy as much as you could have been uh, at, uh, at the beginning of the career. Of the films you've done, you've chosen some very good ones mm-hmm. so far. I mean, are you very careful about what you take on? Well, to tell you frankly, the only movie I really uh, decided to do uh, was To Kill a Priest, because I wanted to portray this guy. thought it was interesting and, uh, you know, different. It was also, when I did The Sicilian and To Kill a Priest, I was in a, a, a time in my short career where I wanted to prove to myself I could also do something else than Greystoke and Highlander. You know, it's a little like when Mel Gibson is doing Hamlet. I understand that he, he, he wants to know he can do something else than Mad Mac and Lethal Weapon. So it was important for me, but the only one I really chose was The Priest. The other movies, they just came a little out of the blue. I read them and uh, I liked them. Do you fancy doing some Shakespeare? Well, let's say I'll wait a little. I love Shakespeare. I mean, I love, I love to, to go and uh, see a play. But I'm not sure I'm ready for that. I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to accept the impositions of stage. You know, I've got rules, you've got to respect what's great about movies, you've got technical rules, but as, as long as you, you just, you know, go with them, apart from that, you're free. In a play, you're not. You can't come uh, through the wrong door because it's going to fuck up the whole play. And also to do that a hundred times or three hundred times and repeating the same line, I couldn't do that. Mm. Not today. 
Now you, like so many of the French stars now, have given French cinema a real boost, haven't you? I mean, the status of the French cinema is very high now. Do you feel that? Do you feel very proud to be part of a big... Well, the truth is, first of all, that the French cinema is very low. It's not going well. I mean, it's, it's catching up, but we, we lost 30% uh, in the last two years in comparison of what, what was happening three years ago. So that's because of TV videos and all this, you know. So suddenly, I mean, uh, the French got six channels, never had that. They had the same two channels for 25 years. They've got VCR, they've got videos, and uh, now it's catching up a little. And what, what, what's very good, I think, for the movie business, at least in France, is before we had videos and six channels, we were making movies that now you can watch on TV. So the quality of the movies have to be better because, uh, I mean, who's going to pay 40 French francs to watch a movie that they can have 70 times a day on TV? So that's very good for it. And you, and you, you see it when a movie is coming out, when it's an event, when it's a movie for the big screen, it works. When it's not, it's a total flop. But there are many more French stars now than there were in the past. There seem to be quite a lot of you. Who? Well, Gerard, yeah, that's Isabella one, Gianni, two, all, all Catherine Deneuve. Yeah, but let, let, let's talk, I mean, if we talk about stars, stars, you've got Gerard, you've got Isabel, you've got Catherine. Stars. Like, you would put Gerard uh, facing Bob De Niro or Jack Nicholson. Do you not see the this... in the same category? Yes, but I never talk about myself <laughs> like that. Uh, but you, you, you see you these guys, you see Catherine Deneuve, she's got the charisma mm -hmm. of a real star. And then under that, you've got many actors, but these people are different. They've got something different on the screen. And uh, you've got four or five, which is not a lot. I don't know how many you have in England, uh, but if you take America, you've got at least 15 or 20 of them. You've got Sean Connery. You've got Sean Connery. That, talking about charisma, for example. The guy, the guy is incredible. He's got a screen presence. That's unbelievable. Do you feel a bit hesitant about going to America to live in Los Angeles because you might be leaving France behind and the French people may not be so pleased with that? So? They won't be so pleased. I live in Los Angeles, so, uh, then, and I live in France, and I... You know, uh, like last year I've spent six and a half months in Buenos Aires, uh, one and a half in Los Angeles, one and a half in Paris, and three months between Tokyo and Europe. So I really live where my... Businesses, yeah, my, my work is so, and I think I think the movie business. I mean, it's great to be able to do a French movie, but it's also great to be able to do an American or an English movie. And I think the movie business is international, and the first language in the world is still English today. That doesn't mean you can't do a French, Italian, German. It's not, but I, I want to open my range. I think it's important. Where do you feel most at home, though? Everywhere. Really? Yeah, because I, w I was raised like that. Your parents were here earlier. Well, what work were they involved in? My father is 80 years old. He was a diplomat and then formed uh, a company who was basically looking at the, uh, African and developed countries to try to help them. He did that when he was 57. Then he stopped really about five, six years ago. My mother was a child psychologist. They must be very proud of you. Let's say they're happy. <laughs> Have you looked after them like many stars? They buy them houses and buy them cars? And... Well, you know, my, my parents have money in some ways on their own, so it's a little different, but yeah, I buy them presents. I, I, I was lucky enough to be raised in a, 
I'm not saying we're billionaires, but I was lucky enough. My parents had money, so I was uh, I was raised uh, comfortably. Comfortably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you have brothers and sisters. Too. Got one brother and three half sisters. One is English. One of my half sisters because my father was a bad boy, so he got married three times. And one one of his wife was English from London. What does your brother do? He is enjoying life. He's like paintings, he's like writing, and he lives in Geneva. And, uh, but how does he feel about your success? Oh, he's very happy. Mm. Yeah. You get on well together? Yes. Yeah. But show business wasn't in your family, was it? Really? No. Nobody was. So why do you think you... I don't know. I just, uh, I just did a play when I was 12. I was on holiday, and uh, I, I loved the applause at the end of the talk. And uh, I thought, that's great for applauding. So I, I thought I wanted to be an actor. Was the only reason. But now you're doing mainly films, so you don't really yes, get applause. Yes. Yes, but because you know, I, I mean, it, it's strange. But uh, what I'm saying, it was the applause. It wasn't probably that. What what I was happy to do is to get out of myself and to be somebody else. That's probably the main reason. So it's funnier in the in the, the movie business because I can be 50 different people. I like that. How do you feel about watching yourself? I don't like it. I generally see the movie once because I have to, because from a script to a movie can be a lot of, lots of differences, and um, that's all. I, I, I don't like that. Generally, when I'm on the screen, I just look down and I wait till I'm off the screen, and uh, then I can't look. That's the way I am. I, I never go to dailies or things like that. I go once just to check the light. Do you think there's a big difference between how people imagine you are and how you really are? Well, I've heard that, so uh, I'm sure I'm sure there is. But uh, coming from people, it seems that there is obviously a big difference between the screen and life. I had a girl when they told me, oh, "My God, it's a it's a pity you don't look in life what you look like on the screen." Mm, that's terrible. <laughs> well, what can you do? It's funny. Are you still friends with Isabella Johnny? Or? Yeah, you know, I mean, again. Uh, she works, she travels, I do the same, so, uh, you know, we try. I'm, I'm especially friends with uh, Catherine, uh, she's my favorite. Do you feel that you are sort of an ambassador for France almost sometimes? No, I don't think that. I mean, I'm happy. Uh, it's true that, what can I tell you, I mean, uh, something works worldwide and... Uh, but you know, I, I'm as French as I'm American, as I've got two passports, so... But it's true, it's, it's just nice, but no, I don't feel representing a country. Very keen on fashion and clothing and stuff? Uh, not really, no. Do you go shopping or just don't do that for you? No, you know, I go shopping once and I buy 25 long sleeve t-shirts and that's it. I've got enough jeans. But I've got some, you know, uh, tuxedos or whatever when we need. And uh, a few suits and that's it. But what about food? What food do you enjoy? Italian food. Yeah? Mm. It's my favorite. Any particular dish that is your... Penne arrabbiata, scarapine al limone. I like, I like Italian food because it's a very simple cuisine. It's very peasant and they kept it like this and it's... I don't know, I like it, you know, pasta. Where is the best place to eat Italian? In Paris or in Los Angeles? They have good restaurants. In Los Angeles, they've got very good Italians. In uh, England, London, they've got great Italians, like uh, places like San Lorenzo. Probably, I ate there 
practically every night for two years. When I like a restaurant, I just stay there. What were you doing in London? I was shooting Greystoke and Highlander. I was in London for like two and a half years, and uh, Highlander one and a half. Do you find people recognize you most for Highlander still? Well, Greystoke is... is uh, well, I think Highlander was bigger box office talking, and I think people had a very good attraction to the character. But that doesn't mean they didn't like Greystoke, but I would say Highlander probably because it's more for uh, kids, or at least between you know, 12 and 18. That doesn't mean people between 18 and 60 can't go and see it. But the audience, I mean, it's like, without making any comparison, it's like Indiana Jones is meant for 12 to 18 years old. It doesn't mean at 30 you can't enjoy it. Where do you get recognized most? I would say mostly in Europe, I mean, in, uh, in Italy, in Germany, and England. People are more subtle. I would say the, the less subtle people are Italians, but that's because they are southern. And uh, but you know, and it's all. The, first of all, it's always nice, and it's it's the only thing an actor, a movie actor, can have is the recognition that you can have on the street. It's the only contact you have with an audience. So it's nice. I like it. Why would I be nasty about it? I mean, I think it's a great recognition, and it's it's really pleasant. And uh, anyway, it's part of the job. What about your accent? I mean, that seems to be a mixture of all sorts of things now. Exactly. No, it is. It is. I mean, I, I was born in New York. I was raised in Switzerland. I lived in Paris, London, Rome, and now Los Angeles. So it's a fucked up accent. And you, your wife's American. Mm-hmm. How are you enjoying married life? You've been married three years now, you? Two. We've been together four years and married two. It's fine. Mm. It's fine. I was I was very scared about getting married, and uh, took me a year and a half to say, "Well, okay, let's do it." And um, just because I, I thought about it for a year and a half, thinking at the end, I thought, "What is it going to change? I'm not I'm not going to love this woman more or less because I'm married. And if it doesn't go well, we'll get divorced instead instead of getting separated. You see what I mean? So it doesn't change. And what I've noticed also is, as soon as people are married. They don't make an effort anymore, you know, like thinking, well, I'm married, so uh, it's a routine now. Being married to an actress, you've got to make an effort all the time. I've seen my wife last year three months, so you've got to make an effort. You've got to make the effort of calling every day. You've got to make the effort of trying to travel to see her if she's shooting or to see me if I'm shooting. As long as you keep on doing that, it's fine. It's the day you give up, then it's over. What do you think it is that, uh, do you think it's trust that you have to have? Yeah, yeah, amazing amount of trust, especially in this business. And uh, I trust her, what can I tell you? If I'm disappointed, anyway, that's the way life can be sometimes. So uh, what am I going to do? I can't. You've got to trust, otherwise it's a constant uh, anxiety for no reason. So you trust. Do you think it helps, therefore, that she is an actress and that she understands your demands and pressures. A lot of people told me an actor and an actress together, you're crazy, blah, blah, blah. Again, as you said, it's a matter of trust. And for me, at least, the way I'm living, uh, yeah, it's good that she's an actress because she understands why I can be traveling so much. And I understand, you know, because we're, we're, we're doing the same job. But Los Angeles and showbiz as a whole is famous for broken marriages and things. Do you worry about that sort of thing? Or do no, you just... no, no. I think it's also a matter of balance, you know, mental, mentally. I mean, if you are already unbalanced, 
in many ways, then it doesn't help. And, uh, you know, Los Angeles is really a working city only. People only working, and they're only working in the movie business. That doesn't mean you don't have bankers, but they still think in a movie business way. If you spend your nights partying and going to all that kind of bullshit, obviously, again, it doesn't help. Because of this constant work process, you need to lay back, go back home, have your own environment. Otherwise, I mean, uh, you just become a machine, uh, and uh, the only thing that that you can see is movies, movies, movies. That's why I like to come back to Europe, because the culture is different, because the background is different, and you need that sometimes. But everybody, everybody do. I mean, even even the American. Why do they travel? They want to see something else. I mean, it's a because you see so little of each other, do you really make up for those absent times when you are together? Yes, 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 for sure. That's, that's why, I, you know, it's, it's strange when you haven't seen your wife for like four months and uh, you see her again. It's like new. It's like a new girl. It's like you have to charm her again and all this. I mean, it's very, it's very weird. It's very difficult sometimes. You know, because there is, you've got two months, which is fine. And then the next two months is the dangerous part of it because it's not that you start to forget, but as, it, as the first two months were so difficult to cope with and to, you know, to, to be separated or whatever, after that inside, you start looking at it like, well, do I still miss her? Do I still want to see her? Do I still want to? And it's a dangerous one. But if you really love somebody, then you've got the answer when you see her again. If it wasn't strong, then it would be over. Well, how does she react to you being a, uh, a sex symbol, as they say? I don't know. See, I don't think she's does bugged she by the idea or worry about, no, but no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, uh, surprisingly think enough, she trusts me too. Yeah. How, how do you feel about that side of that? I mean, do you find that it, it, your status like that got reduced because you were married? Because of you were no, married? no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, you really clearly see it when... Uh, uh, letters you received or whatever. People, in some ways, most of the people are happy. And you know, it's also, when it's the, the, the sudden fact of putting in a magazine uh, that somebody got married, the reaction is, oh no, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, come on, I mean, people understand, or they understand also that I've got a life and, you know, I'm a normal human being. Do you enjoy the, the glamour and the fame bit of it, being loved by all these women? Well, would be stupid to say no because it's part of this business when it works. Uh, now it's not the main purpose. What, I, what I'm always trying to remember is why I wanted to do this business when I was a kid. And obviously the reason wasn't fame and money because I didn't know uh, if it was going to happen first and secondly I didn't know what it was like. So you got to keep that in mind. So because you know, I mean, sometimes you make highly successful movies. Sometimes they are not as successful. Yeah. So if it was just fame and money, then it kills you. There is no passion anymore, and the only motivation for doing this job is the real passion for it. A lot of fans can get a bit out of hand, though. Can get a bit crazy about somebody. Do you, have you ever had any moments when fans have been a bit dangerous with you? You know, you create the danger. I had some very, uh, let's see over warm reactions. If you're, if you're surrounded by people like, quote, bodyguards or whatever, or pushing people, then you got a nasty reaction. If you're just very calm and you just give them what they want, if you put yourself in this situation, 
I never had a problem. I never had an aggressive reaction or aggressive sign of any kind. I mean, it's a matter of looking at people and, the, the, you know, they give you something incredible. You've got to give it back. If you give it back in a simple and nice way, then there's never a problem. It's true that suddenly if you're aggressive, saying, hey, listen, leave me alone, I've got a life doing things like that, then you've got a bad reaction. It's normal. In some ways, when, you, when, 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 you, when you're doing that and when you're in the situation of doing it, you've got no life. They are. They own your life on that level. But it's a choice. I mean, if I don't want to go out and stay home, then that's my life. Now, if I want to go out and people are asking for autographs, I can't, I can't tell them to go and fuck themselves. I mean, it's, it's, it would be rude. And if I don't want to do it, I don't go out. It must be very difficult to control. And you've got some beautiful women throwing themselves out. It must be very difficult to resist. And, and all these films start, like you, you start with Isabella Johnny. It must be one, you know, wonderful for you to... Um, yeah, it's great. But how it's a good, good side of the job. How do you control the... Well, you, you just... Human, as you said earlier on. Well, listen, I mean, first of all, you can't go out or sleep with uh, all the women you meet. I mean, as being an actor or as being just a, a you know, a, a normal human being who... Uh, but do you say I am married? No, I must no, no. You know what? What they want to kiss? They want this. You give it. If they want more, <laughs> if they want more, then um, generally they don't do it when you see them on the street. First of all, and secondly, you know it's a matter of just saying, well, it's, it, it's up. It's up to you in some ways. If you want, if you want to respect marriage and what you've been, why you've been doing it. I don't do it. I don't do it. And I'm not tempted. What about uh, children for you and uh, Diane? You... Yeah, in 10 years. Really? Mm, I Is that because you're both in the peak of your careers at the moment? No, it's because I don't want to impose a little baby who didn't ask <coughs> for anything mm -hmm. my way of life. Mm -hmm. Why would I carry my baby on a plane in a hotel room? I mean, it's going to fuck him up and uh, he didn't ask for anything. Mm -hmm. So the, the day I can be a little more subtle and... Uh, rest a little more in one place, then I'll make babies, but not before. I'm not ready, I don't think so. I am the baby. <laughs> one day, do you want to have children? Yes, one day for sure, but uh, in a long time. Mm -hmm. Do you envisage yourself with a large family? And no. I mean, if I had kids, I would have two kids, because uh, I think one kid, which is not true sometimes. I mean, Diane was a lonely child. She was very happy to be uh, the only one. I, I wouldn't be, and if I had kids, I would like to have two, because I think it's nicer. Yeah. And where do you think you would live if you, when, when you're settled down? Either in England or in Los Angeles. In England? Yeah, I love London. Really? Oh, I spent four years, I mean, it was best. It's a great city, because it's like a European New York, London. And uh, I couldn't live in New York. I think London's got everything that New York's got, but the European charm, and uh, so either London or Los Angeles. Do you think you will always work? I hope so. Yeah, yeah and I want I, I want to work, and <coughs> I, I, I also want to, you know, touch different sides like production, mm -hmm. things like that, to be able to do something all the time. But you always want to act. You always want to be in front of the camera rather than. Yes, but I might I might produce a movie uh, <coughs> like I did here in France. Well, I was just a producer with my partner. What else are you interested in outside of show business? What do you like to do with Diane? I like to travel sometimes. We like to, uh, you know, I, I do a lot of snow skiing. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of uh, scuba diving, things like that. But rarely, I must say. Mm -hmm. 
just to rest, just to be relaxed and sometimes far away. Do you find you have a lot in common? Do both of you enjoy the same things? Some, we, we're quite opposite. We're quite opposite, yeah. Which is good, at least we've got something to talk about when we're together. Do you not find this life a bit unsettling now? I mean, you're always on the move, as you say, at the hotel. Right? It is, it is. But um, again, it's a, it's a way of looking at it. I mean, you know, I'm very, I'm very positive and optimistic, so I'm not going to make myself miserable thinking, oh my God, I would like to rest. Because the truth is that I, I wouldn't like to rest. I'm happy. We just did a four weeks promotion all over Europe at, at the, the pace of uh, practically one city a day uh, and two cities uh, here in France. Mm. I like that. It, you know, it motivates you. It pushes you all the time. You, mm. can't, you can't give up. You can't sit down. Otherwise, you can't cope with it. And that's my way of looking at it because I've always been like that since I, quote, started. I mean, when, when I came here at 19 or whatever to try to be an actor, I was like that all the time. I needed to do something, I mean, you know, uh, no rest. Do you feel you have achieved most of what you set out to do? No, I feel I have achieved nothing, so that's why. You know, I've got a little goal somewhere that I'm, I will never reach because each time I'm close to it, it's going further away. Mm -hmm. So I'm running after it, and uh, I'll die hopefully this way because I like that. I, I don't like to have the feeling that I've done something. So what are your ambitions at this stage? What do you I don't know, to carry on uh, running after this little goal. And uh, the ambition really is to achieve something. But as soon as you've, you've achieved something, for me, I don't have the feeling, so I've got to achieve something else or more. Mm. What about more personally, what are your ambitions? I don't have a lot of ambition uh, for me as my personal life. I mean, just to be happy and uh, to try to do the best possible. Uh, you know, within my life, personal life and, uh, and family. And uh, it's true, and when we're talking about kids, it's great to raise a kid and, you know, see him grow up and uh, go to school and uh, trying to give him the motivation also. It's great, but I do that with my work today, and I'll probably do it with a kid one day. Presumably your health is very important to you as well. Yeah. Do you take a lot of care over keeping fit? Keeping fit, I mean, gymnastic sports and things like that, yes. Now, again, you realize, I mean, because I'm not a saint, and sometimes I want to go out, sometimes I'm going to go night clubbing, but you've got moments for that. You can't do that, for example, when you're doing a four weeks promotion. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. The next morning, yeah, please. The next morning, you don't get up then it's, it's already very tiring. So if you go out till 4 o'clock in the morning, it's over. And uh, so you've got moments. But anyway, I don't like nightclubs very much. I mean, I go uh, to a nightclub like that. I, I, let's say I, I had my period, my time for nightclub when I was 18 or whatever. I was going out every night. Then, you know, it gets slower and slower because I think it's boring. I mean, I've got friends, uh, 40, 42, they're still nightclubbing every night. Great for them. I don't like it. Because I'm bored. What about your appearance? Do you take a lot of care of your appearance? Well, as you can see, <laughs> not really. That doesn't mean you've got to look like a bum or you've got you to you be messy or whatever. It's the way I, I like to dress. It's the way I... So uh, I'm not looking at myself in the mirror and going, holy shit, this wrinkle or this or that, whatever. You know, 
you can't live like that. Uh, otherwise, again, I mean, talking about aging, then you're not going to accept what's happening to you. Are you happy with the way you look? <laughs> Am I happy with it? I can't, I can't say I'm, I'm, I'm not happy. Anyway, again, you just accept. And, you know, the, the way you're looking at yourself is not the way people are, are, are seeing you. So anyway, you can't change any, uh, you, can't, you can't change anything. I mean, you just have to accept. Mm. So I do. What is Diane working on? What's her... We are working, we're going to start a movie together in about 10 days in Vancouver. And it's a thriller cool. called Night Moves at the moment. It's a working title. I'm not sure we're going to be able to keep it. Whose idea to work together? Was that something because you're missing each other so much? No, it was an idea that we had some times ago, but we wanted to find the right movie. And this one is perfect for us. Uh, first of all, because we're not lovers at the beginning, at least. So it's going to be something different. How far ahead are you planning? This movie. Right. And then the tiny glimpse of Highlander 3 was being written at the moment, but that, we'll see, we'll see.